Which of these is the largest issue that prevents effective leadership? Number one, not recognizing people's achievements. Number two, not giving clear directions. Number three, refusing to talk to subordinates. Or number four, not asking about employees' lives outside work. If you said not asking about employees' lives outside work, you'd be wrong. Hey, it's Matt, and you're listening to the Matt Foss Mashup. Hello, and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 6. We're returning from our mid-season break. This is Matt, your host, and I'm deeply humbled and thankful that you've chosen to spend this time with me as we talk about three communication missteps. Let's jump right into it. Before we jump into the three communication missteps, let's get back to that first question an Interact Harris poll of a thousand U.S. workers was reported in the Harvard Business Review about communication issues that prevent effective leadership. The first and most frequent communication issue was not recognizing employee achievements. Next in line was not giving clear directions. And last in line of of a dozen complaints was not asking about employees' lives outside work. Above that was refusing to talk to people on the phone or in person. It seems from this poll, with over three times as many complaints about not recognizing achievements, that there's more to communication than the symptom of communication. It's actually about people and something that we misunderstand about a human need. So what is that need and how do we miss it? Consider yourself in contempt. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Sometimes it's not the truth that's the issue. It's the assumptions we have about whether someone wants the truth, can handle the truth, or is even aware of it. There are assumptions that can derail communication. And actually... Communication takes the blame, but in this case, it's unchecked assumptions that create conflicts where no conflict exists. Assumptions create tensions, and those tensions create bottlenecks where communication cannot flow effectively. If the school culture is the engine of the school, Communication is the piping and the hosing through which the oil runs. Without the oil, the engine breaks. But unchecked assumptions from leaders, those are the bottlenecks. And unchecked assumptions from teachers, those are also the bottlenecks. For example, Bob, 
He doesn't want to be a part of the leadership team. He's too focused on retirement next year. And Jalissa, well, she can't teach U.S. history. She doesn't even do well at world geography. And the PTA president, it's not worth talking to her. She won't fund this project. She doesn't even raise money for parent night. These are assumptions, but the realities could be entirely different. Bob would probably love to energize his last year of teaching with a new challenge. Jalissa has a passion for U.S. history, but is just simply uncomfortable with world geography. And the PTA president would love this project, but she didn't know you even held expectations for the parent night. Communication is not to blame. It's the bottleneck that stopped the communication that's to blame. The second communication misstep is a little more concrete and simple to fix. But first, let me give you a reminder not to send general reminders. (laughs) Don't. There are unintended consequences and better ways to communicate with your school. Your high performers will internalize general reminders and second guess whether they are the ones doing it right. Your low performers will ignore it because, well, it's generalized and they can hide in the masses. I know it's not your intent, but sending general reminders also sends the message you're interested in covering yourself, which undermines the healthy culture you're trying to build. Another unintended consequence of sending general reminders is that it waters down the messages you really want to communicate. If a teacher hears or reads general reminders often, and those reminders don't really apply, then communication from you becomes a trigger for the message that, well, it's not for me. That's certainly not the message you want to send. So quickly, what should you do instead of general reminders? Three quick ideas. Number one, automate reminders using technology. Remind, Outlook Tasks, Google Calendar Reminders, etc. Number two, double down on effective communication techniques. That involves ridding assumptions, using face-to-face as much as possible, and using redundancy. And then number three, add variety to your communication, such as written periodicals, two-minute team meetings, fast-focused faculty meetings, and more conversational management by walking around. So while this is just a general reminder, please don't send out general reminders. And finally, the third communication mix-step is actually a cousin of the first one, which is unchecked assumptions, and the second one, general reminders. This is, well, let's do an analogy. Communication is like my old pickup truck. And I'm not a mechanic, so I don't know if this actually mechanically is the truth, but it's a good analogy nonetheless my F-150. I spent too much money on it, but I need it. It's an old pickup truck, but it totes my boat around. 
but it wasn't working right. The problem was actually simple, but it cost too much money because I didn't know it was the problem. After finally trying everything else there was, I learned it was the air filter that needed to be changed. Well, school is much like the old pickup truck. The air filter is your ability to communicate by filtering and teaching your leadership team to do the same. Passing along messages from the district, from the state, straight to your staff is unfiltered messaging and it will bog the engine of your school. It communicates too many assumptions and it's similar to a general reminder. Instead, filter the messaging. It will energize and ensure smooth functioning. These missteps do not have the simple solution of just simply using more modes of communication, more newsletters, or more emails. Those aren't often the solutions to the problems of communication. Instead, it's about engaging people specifically, thinking and communicating directly with people. It's understanding that communication requires the energy of connection, including others, giving clear directions and having meaningful interactions. This is how the oil will move through the engine of school culture. Thanks again for listening to this episode about the three communication missteps. I want to ask you something specifically today. If you have listened to more than three episodes, would you do me a favor? And whatever app or location that you listen to the podcast, give it a review and a rating. It does a lot to keep the episodes on the air. Thanks again. Now let's go out there and make an impact.